finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Oh, man, I am a little tired today. Uh, I got to admit, Karan, a little hungover. It was a long night. It was a crazy night. I never had, I never got invited to the Met Gala before. It was my first time going to the Met Gala, but it was fun. I, I, I had $30,000. What else was I going to do with it, right? I bought a ticket. Went by myself. I wasn't going to spend sixty grand to take a date. No, 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 no. Of course no. not. And I got to got to meet all the stars, Gigi Hadid. You know, I all the Kardashians, and of course AOC, the single least self-aware human being on planet Earth, the single biggest hypocrite, the single dumbest person ever elected to Congress. All you BU grads, hang your head in shame. You're, uh, th- this woman has an, ec- an economics degree, I believe, from Boston University. That's what I hear. And she goes, I mean, all, all, obviously, all the time whining, complaining about how the rich, rich don't pay their fair share. And we will get to that. She's right. The rich don't pay their fair share. They pay much, much more than their fair share. The system is, is, is not fair. It does not tax the lower 50% enough. It taxes the top 1% much too much. These people pay and, and by the way, it's going to get worse. The latest proposal from Democrats would mean uh, rich people in New York City pay 60% of their uh, pay, uh, of their income in taxes. 6-0. It's totally unfair. She's right. But if you missed it, uh, AOC wore a gown to uh, the Met Gala. And uh, the Met Gala is just not the same since Tom Brady and uh, Giselle can't attend anymore. Uh, I guess they could. It was a Monday. She probably yeah, on Tuesday. They usually have off. He could have jetted up to New York. He probably wanted to. Brady loves fashion. He does. God knows uh, Giselle does. But they did not make an appearance. And AOC stole the show. If you haven't seen it, with a gown worth I don't know, probably like fifty thousand dollars, and on it was written "Tax the Rich," and everyone had a good uh, chuckle at that. Tax the rich at the single most decadent, gaudy event where he costs. $30,000 for one ticket, $275,000 for a table. Now, I, I assume uh, her campaign pays for it or some donor. I'm sure this, if you're AOC, it doesn't matter. You could be, you could do, you know, take bags full of cash. Nobody's ever going to call you, no, call you out. No one's ever going to investigate you. Don't they have to report that though? Uh, Isn't that... Pff, reporting. I guess not. That's for chumps. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. That's for chumps. I'm just trying to live by the rules. <laughs> AOC doesn't care about the rules. No. She can do what she wants. And uh, she was having a lot of fun hanging with the Kardashian, one of the Kardashian, I don't even know which Kardashian I don't know. or Jenner, one of those um, um, bimbos was hanging with AOC. She was hanging with everybody there who, was all, who were all filthy rich, and they just thought it was hilarious, tax the rich. This is a woman who last, I should say, a couple months ago, a couple months ago complained on Twitter uh, about the conditions of her grandmother's, her abuela's mm. apartment in uh, Puerto Rico. The roof was leaking. It was a dump. And uh, Matt Walsh, the uh, Daily Wire guy, uh, started a GoFundMe for um, AOC's Obuela. And he raised like, I don't know, what, what was it? Like a 300, I don't know, a couple hundred grand in like a couple hours to fix, the, uh, fix up the apartment of AOC. AOC who makes 175000 a year and has 10 million followers on Twitter and could do a speech tomorrow and uh, take that money and buy her abuela, a new apartment, a new condo on Puerto Rico, but that wouldn't work for her. That's not how that works. She doesn't care about her abuela. She cares about uh, advancing socialism. And she was upset uh, at this stunt by Matt Walsh. Didn't take the money. Six uh, six figures, by the way, over 100,000. 100,000, and it was like in an, in an hour or something. <laughs> yes. And uh, they had more than enough to fix the roof and fix the apartment up, but they rejected it. AOC's family said, we don't want it. So GoFundMe returned 
all the money to everybody so that, uh, you know, she, if the government doesn't pay for it, she has no interest in it. One of the great hypocrites uh, in, in Congress uh, and one of the great dummies ever to have to wield that kind of power. She could have fed a lot of uh, homeless people in New York with that money. That's true. She sure could have. With that, how much do you think the dress cost? Oh, I mean, yeah, the, the, thousands, people, tens of thousands These probably. people are all repulsive, uh, including, by the way, um, Pete, um, there's a whole bunch of them. If you haven't been online, if you haven't been watching, you know they have the, the runway thing where people, the media is allowed to take their pictures as they show up. They're not allowed to go in and see what's going on. But what do you think happens at something that costs $30,000? I assume the food is really, really good, except it's got to be sustainable and vegan. and I mean, it's got to be all kinds of rules for these, uh, these elitists. But what do you get for $30,000? There's no watch. People I don't care about talk, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Are there speeches? What do you suppose you would get for 30 grand? But whatever. Or 275 grand. You get to schmooze. You get to be seen. And uh, I don't know why this bothers me. I hate Pete Davidson. is so obnoxious. But there's a picture of Pete Davidson or a video of him showing up at the gala. He calls it in his slutty nun outfit. He's wearing a dress. <laughs> a black dress with uh, a white... Uh, sport coat over it and like an, uh, a priest's collar. It looks like a priest's collar. He's got black like boots and black socks and he looks like an absolute fool. It looks like, you know, it looks like, like Halloween. And he's asked about it and he says it's a tribute to his late father who, as we all know, died on 9-11. He was a firefighter. He never says how or why. <laughs> like I'm, I'm reading the story. What makes... A guy wearing a slutty nun outfit. Uh, what makes that a tribute to victims? He says it's a tribute to his father and other victims on 9-11. But you know, you're, you're looking at it right now. There's no explanation for what makes... There's nothing on it that says 9-11 or never forget. There's no uh, indication of what makes that a tribute to victims uh, or heroes on 9-11. Um, I think he's just mocking the event, which I'm fine with. Mock it. So you think that's what it is? I think so, Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, I, I don't hate him. Other times I do. I guess he does his job. Yeah, he does. Uh, and, and he's, you know, a marginally talented guy who uh, sucks at stand-up, but occasionally he has an appearance on SNL that'll make you chuckle, which is more than you can say for most of the uh, people on SNL. But so you think he's mocking? Okay, good. By the way, what what is missing in all the pictures you've been looking at this morning from the Met Gala? All the pictures of all the stars and celebrities, and uh, uh, there's a uh, what's the Juno actress's name? Elliot Page. Elliot now. Page. Yep. Used to be Ellen. Now yep. it's Elliot. She mm -hmm. looks like she she looks like a twelve year old boy now. I guess she's a, a boy now, but she's not twelve, and she's got a suit on, but all the stars. What's missing from every scene you've seen on the? Oh, uh, it's the cultist flag. No, no, no. <laughs> right there. there it is amazing that we still keep up this mask theater uh, when you see i mean you see, you see like an appearance uh the other day on the 911 the 911 tribute um uh in uh, i think it was in new yeah new york and there's nancy pelosi and chuck schumer and joe biden and none of them is masked up not one and then they see the cameras coming or they're told this is going to be the uh, televised portion of the program. Boom, the masks come out. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with public health. I, I, I mean, anyone, I guess anyone who still thinks it does is hopeless. Like, if you still think masks matter, if you still think children on the bus or children at the, on the playground should wear masks, then you haven't been watching uh, the NFL or college football because the people, there's 100,000 people in every stadium and not one person wearing a mask. Players, coaches, they're all done with all these masks. People are, people are really conditioned to it too. I was talking to a buddy yesterday whose uh, wife had a bunch of people over for like a wedding or a, a baby shower or something and they, or maybe it's a wedding event. And uh, none of them were wearing masks, but they all had them either on their wrist or around their ear or something. They just need to show off their colors. You know, they're like a gang. Yes, and you got to be ready in case you have to virtue signal on the, at the drop of a hat, but there's a great little meme out there where there's, these kids are like in school and they're like six years old and they're all masked up and depressed looking. And at the same time, you know, down the street, there's this huge event, a concert or, or a game with, you know, 70,000 people unmasked. So why would you ever do that to children? As we've pointed out many times, it's child abuse. It's just theater. It's, I mean, it's, and, you know, we'll get to the latest from Flip Flop Fauci 
uh, the, the the guy who financed the pandemic, the guy who uh, get the whole the wheels in motion on the worldwide pandemic that's killed four million people. Uh, he gets to make he still makes daily TV appearances. He just never gets asked about things that matter. It's 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 maddening. It's maddening that anybody still listens to him. That anybody thinks that he is uh, on the level. That he, and now he wants to mandate. Uh, Vaccine, ma- vaccine mandates to fly, to fly on a plane. So that's coming. That's going to work, by the way. As Turtle Boy said, the one thing that would get him, that might get him vaccinated, he, he said this before uh, Biden's uh, uh, re- insane speech on Thursday. So he may have changed his mind. Now he's digging in his heels. But that is something. If you can't go anywhere, like you can't get on a plane, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't, if you're going to go to Florida, you're going to drive. You're going to go, so, to, yeah. uh, going to go to Europe. What are you going to take a boat? That's, that seems to be the only option. If you're going to go somewhere, like the rest of your life, if you want to go somewhere, then they're going to, I, I think that will work. I mean, I give grudgingly give them credit. That's one thing that's going to force people to get the jab. But we had a lot going on today, uh, um, Carano, uh, a lot to get to. It's California recall day. I have a bad feeling about it, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but we'll, we'll get the latest Biden, Biden's out there. Um, Biden's out there right now, which is uh, a good sign, um, which is a sign of desperation, but it's also weird strategy. Like, does it really matter? You re- Biden's going to convince anyone to, <laughs> to I don't vote? know. Do, do people actually <laughs> like him? I, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I can't mean, grasp that. His, his, uh, approval ratings are in the toilet. He's, you know, he's, the uh, the Afghan withdrawal was the biggest foreign policy dis- foreign policy disaster in the history of this country. He is thoroughly uh, corrupt. We know why he pulled out of Afghanistan. We know why thirteen service people died and, and and hundreds of locals died. We know why. So we could have a photo up. It all backfired. I mean, we know how. Uh, just I, I mean, he's. We know it's just one misstep after another. Why would he? You think he would have any, you know, coattails out there in anywhere in California? Anywhere? Why would anyone listen to a word this guy says at this point? He is just so weak and so compromised. I can't imagine. I guess they go by polls. I guess it. it I don't know. Maybe the suburban women or something still listen to him. It's it's hard to believe that anybody he could convince anybody. The people who who like those suburban women, they're already all in on Gavin Newsom, right? He's yeah. handsome, right? He's handsome. And you know, he is compassionate and he's empathetic. Unlike Larry Elder, the black face of white supremacy. Well, we'll get to that. I have to, uh, we got a lot to get to today on the, uh, Callahan show. Yes. Um, we got to talk to you. I got to talk to you about your, uh, what you did yesterday. I didn't even, uh, all the work you did on, uh, to get us up and going ah, on locals. It's my pleasure. To com. Do. Where's all the money, by the way? Did you take it? Yep. Yep. Good. Uh, but we, uh, we'll get to um, that, and we'll get to uh, the, a uh, a man with real courage, guy I don't always agree with, but Piers Morgan is a guy who has real. I'm not because he walked off the job, quit his job on principle. That was kind of weak, but he came out and he put he grabbed the third rail man, and he's ready to 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 uh, not back down to the uh, to the uh, woke mob. He's all in on saying. Uh, trans women should not be allowed to beat up biological women. I know it's controversial. That is, yes. But we'll get to it. And I'm, I might even uh, give you my opinion on that. You know, it's we can do that now. <laughs> that on, never we're happens. On, we're on locals. <laughs> we're on locals. We, they can't get us now. We're going to do that. I'm going to tell you my opinion on trans women beating up biological women. Can't wait. On today's Callahan Show brought to you. As always, by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term of the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Before we get to... um, before we get to Pierce Morgan, I do want to uh, uh, mention uh, uh, this this hearing. Uh, I, 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 you know what amazes me that Tony Blinken, the Secretary of State, still has a job. To me, it seems, as someone pointed out the other day, brilliantly, Navy, Annapolis, 
fired their, uh, I don't know, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator after two games. He was so bad. So if you're in the Navy and you're uh, a coach and you don't win a game, you lose your job. Yeah. If you're in the military and you lose a war, the longest war in this country's history, if you lose $85 billion in advanced U.S. weaponry, if you lose 13 service people unnecessarily so the president could potentially have a photo op, nobody loses a job. You lose a, you lose a job for losing a game. You don't lose a job. Nobody loses a job for losing a war. It's remarkable the standards, the low bar we have for these people, for these incompetent, corrupt fools. And don't, this was so bad to me. Blinken is so bad on his feet. He's so bad in front of the cameras. He's so bad when put on the spot. I, I, it, it amazes me that he ever got anywhere in life. Forget you know, getting to that to the top, to the secretary of state. To, he's in the cabinet. He's representing this country. But he's in D.C., I believe, and he refuses to appear before uh, Congress and uh, uh, for a hearing under oath. He does it remotely. This is a guy who was, you know, in the Hamptons uh, when, uh, uh, you know, th 13 service people were blown up, you know, essentially for him, you know, and, and Biden for their, you know, their plan, their diabolical plan to withdraw and, and, and appear heroic on 9-11. It backfired, obviously, but he couldn't appear before Congress. He got roasted pretty good by some congressmen because he's so incompetent and he's so uh, inarticulate. But he mentioned at one point in this hearing, I believe, that we're sending, what is it, 64, 64 million. 64 million, by the way, it's a fraction of what <laughs> we've already given them. But I, I see these tweets or see this news, and I have to read it twice. I, it just blows my mind, Carano, that anybody, anywhere, I don't care how, whatever liberal you are, how, how much of a Biden rump swab you are, how, how much, I mean, I don't care if you're Tony Blinken's best friend. Could any, oh, you play the devil's advocate. Tell me the case for sending financial assistance, financial aid, support to the Taliban. Well, I mean, well, I know why uh, the federal government is doing this because they're trying to, well, I think two things. They're trying to trying to make sure the Taliban cooperates a little bit, but also I think they're going to have to deliver this aid because some would be in food and supplies and things. So it's oh. maybe it's a way of getting uh, oh, U.S. Yeah. personnel in the country so they can kind of check around a little bit. I think we're going to put little speaker, uh, little uh, recording devices. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the, uh, <laughs> you're asking me to defend this. It's, it's, <laughs> it's remarkable. impossible. And, and you know what? If they did this secret, secretly, I, I, I guess I wouldn't blame them. Because there is nothing I've ever seen any administration do publicly that would be less popular. It is amazing. This, these are the people we've been fighting for 20 years. These are the people who harbored the terrorists who planned 9-11, who carried out 9-11, and then fought us, and then killed American soldiers and Marines, 2,500 of them, blew them up, shot them, killed them. These are the people who beat women, who behead police officers, who abuse uh, children. These are evil, rotten, terrible human beings. And they just beat us in a war with you know, no <laughs> 75,000 strong, no weapons, no nothing, no planes, no night vision goggles till we gave it to them. And this ultimate embarrassment of leaving with our tail between our legs, giving them an air base, giving them an embassy, giving them everything, giving them planes and helicopters and guns, that wasn't enough. And and you and you wait like two weeks and you say, Yeah, we're gonna send them money or or as you point out, supplies, food, assistance. I, I don't care you know, what it means strategically, if it keeps them from uh, you know hurting the American citizens behind maybe it's part of the deal, you know, don't hurt the American citizens, we'll give you money. But at some point, you, you have to look the in the eye, the the, the parents who've lost you know, kids sons, daughters. And they're, they they buried uh, the the uh, marine oh, from Lawrence from Lawrence Johanny Rosaria is that the name her name is I know she's got a, a hyphenated last name but uh, from Lawrence yesterday this 25 year old hero this this obviously this great young American woman 
And the same day you're burying her, you're saying, we're going to give money to the people who essentially killed her. I mean, you could say it was ISIS, but Taliban was working security. <laughs> and they let the suicide bomber through. And they've been protecting uh, jihadists and, and suicide bombers and, and <laughs> extremists for 20 years or more. And suddenly we're going to pretend we're allies. It's, it's madness. It's utter madness, which is why I, I don't get, I don't get why, why we're not, instead of having a hearing with Blinken, why are we not impeaching Blinken? Why are we not impeaching Biden? This is insane. I mean, why wouldn't you just tell the Taliban, hey, listen, why don't you just sell two of the planes and, uh, <laughs> and get that 64 million? No, how, about, how about we buy them back from you? Can <laughs> right. we buy our black hearts? <laughs> At least we get something. I yeah. mean, the idea, and honestly, the, and I guess you'd, you'd make the case like you did and said, no, it's for the children. It's for the women. They, they need food. They need supplies. They need medical supplies. But at what point do you say, we're done? We're done. We've pulled out. Everyone should be happy. We gave them billions. It was, it was a mess. It was, it, was, it was done all wrong because uh, of Biden's incompetence or, or Biden's selfishness of saying, I want to make this make me look good. But in the end, when it's over, you say, let's give them more money? Ah, it's just utter insanity, and which is why I think, I don't think having Biden go out there, by the way, go out to California and give a typical uh, stuttering, doddering, awkward, uncomfortable Biden speech where he was coughing and sniffing and losing his, tr that, that's supposed to inspire people to go out and vote for Gavin Newsom. Here's, here's how I've um, resolved it in my mind. I had right. high hopes. Larry Elder seems to be a great candidate for, for governor. He's smart. He's articulated, obviously writes a column, does a radio show. Um, you know, he, he's from California. He grew up poor. He's, he's black. He's, I mean, he's a black white supremacist, according to the LA Times, but he was going to shake, you know, the foundation of that state, shake it to its core and shake things up and really made these establishment hacks nervous. Now they got out, the, 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 there was very little chance of, of, of him actually winning, the only, I mean, obviously, if he went head-to-head -head with Newsom, he'd get trounced. There's just so many uh, Democrats out there, socialists, liberals, they don't care that the state is in a state of dis disrepair, that the homelessness and crime is out of control, that, 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 that people are fleeing to, to Texas and Idaho and Florida because the, uh, you know, the quality of life is awful and it's going to get worse. And the guy they're going to protect today at the polls is a lying hypocrite. You know, as we all know, he, he crushed small business in that state while... Keeping know, his own open. Right. His keeping winery his open. winery open. Yeah. Put his kids in private school and wouldn't open the schools. Uh, deferred to the teachers' unions on everything. Was seen, you know, maskless at the French Laundry while he was destroying small restaurants and gyms throughout the state, just the worst. I mean, he's just the worst. He's just done an awful job. As Larry Elder keeps saying, he keeps getting these endorsements, uh, and Newsom does, from, from Biden and Kamala Harris and Barack Obama. None of them says you have to uh, vote against the recall because Newsom has done a great job for the state. I they don't even say it. Say it. Yeah. They know they can't. He's been awful. But they don't want, I, I, this one I don't understand. I understand there's Dem, Democrats who are loyal and all. But if there were ever a call for a change, just a, a demand for a change, for change's sake, let's see how the other guy does. Let's see what happens. They don't even have power, you know, all the time in, in California. They don't have water all the time. I mean, they, he can't run, he can't do the basics. The, the, the state is in really bad shape and largely because of the way Gavin Newsom has run it. If you can't recall him, you can't recall anybody. It's over. Forget it. You can't forget it. Just, you know, let's let them uh, secede. You know, California, let's let them secede. I'd be happy with that. I mean, you? I loved it when, uh, when there were... There was this idea going around to separate California into five different states. I mean, I think right. that makes California is so big, and the coastal cities are so different philosophically than way northern California or the desert parts of California. They're they're right. totally different. But you've got the elite power center on the coast that are ruling the entire state and uh, really doing a lot of it's, damage. It's it's disgusting if you want to be honest about it, because you have these wealthy these billionaires 
who are pro- propping up Newsom. You have, you have the guy, whatever his name is, from Net- the Netflix CEO. He's already given Newsom $3 million. Newsom could take all the money he wants in this to defeat the recall, and then he pays Barack Obama to go out there and campaign. You know, pretends he's paying him for a production deal or for a, whatever, documentaries. But he's just giving Barack Obama money, giving Newsom money. This guy doesn't get affected by crime or That's homelessness the thing. or the, bad schools. You're exactly right. There's two different Californias. The elite are living a great life in California. It's a beautiful place. I mean, the the right. coast and landscape is, is gorgeous. And then what they do is they make uh, the people who are struggling there fear that if a Republican comes in, they're going to take all the social programs away. So they stay in power. They get the best of both worlds uh, and a great place to live for themselves. It's, and it's too bad uh, that this won't work because Elder was, I thought he ran a good camp, a great campaign for what I saw yeah and all they could come up with was uh you know he's the the black face of white supremacy the la times which is uh, as corrupt as the new york times uh went after him they 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 you know they didn't cover they didn't cover it when the woman in the gorilla mask threw an egg at him the 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 racist democrats uh, uh attacked him and i called him racist which is bizarre but they didn't cover it again that was a week ago it would still be on the front page of every newspaper. It would still be the lead at CNN, ABC, if it were the other way around. If that were a, a black Democrat, if that were uh, Stacey Abrams or Maxine Waters and a, and a uh, white uh, Republican in a gorilla mask through an egg, it would still be the lead story. We'd be talking about what it means to society as a whole. Is this, is, is this uh, white supremacy, racist uh, violence? Is this going to be a trend uh, uh, every single Republican would be asked, would be they would demand they denounce this, condemn this act. As far as I know, Newsom hasn't even been asked about it. <laughs> Forget every Republican in the country or every you know Democrat in the country. I don't even think Newsom was asked about it. One of his supporters threw an egg at Larry Elder, called him boy and son, and and with a gorilla mask on. And he wasn't even asked to denounce it. It's amazing the double standard, but you know. And, and more, uh, they insulted his his entourage. They were, you know, his entourage was getting hit, punched. Like I she mean, took a swing it was actual at his violence. security guard. Yeah. Hey, as far as I know, we don't even know who she is. If that were uh, again the other way around, the other way around, it would be all be a gorilla hunt, right? Seven. It yeah. would see all they would do on CNN all day, every day. They would be. They would out this person, identify her. They would talk about her family or her record or groups or associations. And again, they would be local state reps who would be stopped in the aisles at the state house saying, uh, did you see that someone threw an egg at Stacey Abrams? Uh, why do you feel about that? As a Republican, what do you have to... It would be the only thing they cover. It would be, the, it would be nonstop. That's how you know that how corrupt they are because this was basically ignored by most of the mainstream media, just like you know, the Biden phone call to Degani asking him to lie was obviously impeachable. Obviously, it, it was unethical. Uh, they ignored it, just said, if we ignore it, it, again, they cover the news with a pillow until it stops breathing, and then they move on. <laughs> That's what they did here. Good luck. Li- I, I want to commend Larry Elder and all his supporters. Well, they I got fought Elder, a good fight. I got Elder talking about the media, too. Right, you want to hear let's it? Let's listen to Larry Elder, who will uh, probably lose today, but he gave it a hell, of a, a hell of a run. Nice try. We need people like this. You know, I good agree. people to try, to try to you know, upset the corrupt system. And he gave it his best shot. He's probably going to come up short, but a hell of an effort, Larry. Let's hear from Larry Elder. I only mentioned her race because had I had a D at the end of my name, this would have been a hate crime. They would have had a manhunt for her. They'd be talking about this in Bangladesh. But because I have an R at the end of my name, a lot of the mainstream media didn't give a rip. Now, as I mentioned, she had on a gorilla mask. Now, at the risk of sounding sexist, I said to somebody, how do we know it was a mask? <laughs> that, that took a while, didn't it? That's pretty good, and he's one hundred percent right. And he's articulate. He would be a great um, uh, guy to lead the effort to just change all the things that have gone wrong in that state. To you know, focus on to take on the teachers union, the corrupt teachers union, the L.A. teachers union. By the way, that said they wouldn't go back to school. They gave a list of demands that they weren't going to go back to school until they did all these things. You know, kids wear masks, and until they. 
um, I, I forget the, what the, 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 till they, uh, stopped, uh, uh, enforcing the border. They wanted to, they, they want, they support open borders, the teachers union I mean, and, and the other uh, efforts are all about, you know, abortion and climate justice. They're not teachers. I mean, these are just activists and they don't care about children. Teachers unions are so, so corrupt. We know that we're not talking about rank and file teachers. We're talking about the union. They are the biggest supporter of Gavin Newsom. So they give him, you know, millions. He carries their water. He keeps kids out of school. He, he continues to support, you know, critical race theory and climate justice and all the other garbage that they uh, are, are using to indoctrinate children. And the people of California are going to vote to, to, for more of the same today. It's very disappointing. But as I said yesterday, you know what that means? We can sit back now and enjoy as California just uh, continues to Washes spiral. Into the sea. <laughs> to spiral downward and, when, and into a into a pit of an abyss of, of of filth and crime and and homelessness and drugs and and and, and um, bad schools and it's just going to continue to uh, deteriorate and that's what the voters want apparently they want to live in hell and in many places i'm not you know, where uh, reed what's that reed haskins yeah haskins, haskins reed haskins and uh, the, you know yeah, the, the, and uh, you know uh, all the other uh, you know zuckerberg and dorsey and the rest of them they'll be fine it's the people uh, you know the people they uh, allegedly care about they're the ones who will suffer as a result of this vote to uh, to continue Gavin Newsom's uh, disastrous reign. When I was living there, there were two cities, major cities, that went bankrupt. I'd never heard of anything like that before. Vallejo, really? which was uh, pretty near, I was in Oakland, but pretty pretty near where I was, went bankrupt while I was there. They, they could no longer pay for all of their, prom- everything that they were promising. There were, uh, pensions were through the roof, right. all sorts of stuff. And they had to welch on uh, a bunch of their commitments because of it. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the future of the state, our largest state. And it's too bad because they had a choice or they have a choice today. I'm sure they will. Uh, I shouldn't say. I'm, I would love it if they made the right choice and recalled that 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 uh, fraud, Newsom. Uh, but they won't. They won't. They're, as, as once again, a bunch of racists out there. Clearly, the racists, they don't want they don't. They feel threatened by a black man in power, so they're going to vote for the white supremacist Gavin Newsom, um, and he'll celebrate at the French Laundry mas- maskless tonight. So, uh, but I'll still be watching and root for a upset because you know, Larry Elder gave it a good shot, gave yeah. it a a good try. All right, we got a bunch of stuff to get to. Uh, I want to do Bill Maher, my man. I almost uh, we, we yesterday we had so much to get to. Yesterday we made our big locals announcement. That's true. I we, I, we're going to get an update from you today. I haven't talked about this off the off, uh, off the air at all. Yeah, we'll do it hear, on there. I want to hear what's going on. Yeah, sure. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shake Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't... A, and expenses is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. But uh, we got to get to Bill Marber. First, I want to get to uh, Pierce Morgan. And... This is, as I always say, one of those stories that we could not do. We could not do if we were on the radio, if we were on local TV. There's a lot of uh, the, the mob, the, the, the woke mob, has a lot of power these days. They are the driving force behind cancel culture. If you cross them, they will destroy you. They, uh, they, they, part of the woke mob is the corrupt media. 
as we've gone over many times, the Boston Globe is the media wing of the woke mob. So is the New York Times, Washington Post. I mean, this, the, the, we've talked about this many times. Yesterday we went through some of the really extreme examples of the, of the cancel culture uh, that is driven by the, uh, or certainly uh, assisted by the media. Um, there's one issue where they're very much in the minority, where they, they, it, is, it, it is not a popular position among the general public. Doesn't matter. It's a very woke, very liberal uh, position. The women, uh, trans women in sports, trans women uh, beating, and in some cases beating up biological women. I, I, I've told you the story that uh, one day um, I was on the radio not that long ago. It's the one time the general manager called or texted me in the middle of the show and said, get off. And we were talking about biological men in track, you know, big story in Connecticut every yep. year. It's a big, was a big story this year going in the Olympics. It's a, there's a guy up in uh, uh, New Hampshire, I believe at uh, Franklin Pierce, who, be, who was a, uh, an okay runner when he was a man and a male runner in college transitioned and became dominant, just dominated won the NCAA championship in, uh, in track, uh, CC Telfer. That's the, the one, yeah. the individual, uh, I believe he was ranked 39th as a man in his, uh, in his race, in his event, became a woman and won the NCAA championship. We've gone over this before. There's over a thousand guys High school boys who are faster than the fastest woman in the world in the 400 meter. Fastest woman in the world in 400 meter. There's over a thousand kids, boys in America, one country, who are faster than her. It's not debatable. Men are faster. They have biological advantages. It's one thing, and, and we were talking about it. I wasn't, it wasn't even very contentious. We weren't like, you know... Uh, really it was a news story. It was a news story. It was big news it. in Connecticut. It was always big news because those two individuals won, I believe, 13 state titles between the two of them after they transitioned and started beating up on the girls. It's bizarre to me in a n- number of ways. One being that this is not fair to girls. I mean, it's, we don't, these, these people, these advocates, these activists, and I've debated it with, you know, Alex Reamer and others. They don't care about girls. Girls don't matter. The girls who trained their whole lives for a chance to win a state championship in Connecticut had no shot. If you see it in the 100 meters, the girls aren't even at the 80-meter mark when the biological boys are finishing. <laughs> They're getting trounced. They can't win state titles. They can't uh, win championships, that, and, and sometimes those lead to college scholarships. Sure. They were denied that because of the... Uh, uh, the, the needs, the wants of one or two people, one or two people transition, become girls. And we don't want to deprive them of the chance to just dominate the biological girls. All we have to do is say, you can't do that. You can do, you can live happily ever after you can dress and live as a girl. We'll call you your new name and we'll make sure we get your pronouns right. And we will deny you nothing. You can participate in sports but you can't participate in them against biological girls. You can go against the boys if you'd like, but you can't go against the girls because it's not fair. It's just, I know that's simplistic, but anyone who's seen a race where one of these uh, kids in Connecticut won or the the runner in New Hampshire, CC Telfer won, you look at it and you say, that's ridiculous. It's like an adult against a child in the hoop, uh, playing hoop in the driveway. It's just not fair. Well, that at some point in the last couple of years became controversial to say that's that's not fair it's stating a fact but it's became controversial and i'm on the air and i get text from get off this subject because as i've mentioned before he was weak and he didn't want to couldn't handle the blowback because nothing gets the activists going like these trans issues for some reason it's more they get more uh passionate and angry about these denying a biological boy the chance to beat up on girls gets them more upset than anything. You know, they're just really uh, uh, passionate uh, uh, activists who will not rest until, you know, girls' sports essentially are, are, are 
ruined or eliminated. Well, the that's sy- okay. The systemic problem here is that sports is coupled with public school. It should never be. They should be private organizations, and the, in each private sporting organization can make its own rules, and you could decide whether you wanted to participate with them or not. But because it's coupled like this with public money and, and all that, and now it's a huge business, you're going to have these odd scenarios happen where um, where these controversies come up. Well, that's a complicated solution. Of course. A simple solution is, no, you can't do that. You can't beat up on the girls. It's just, it seems so bizarre. It's bullying. It is the definition of bullying. So you have all these advocates from, you know, the LBGTQ community, activists, who are essentially endorsing, supporting bullying, which is quite a, quite a switch from how it used to be. They would be... Uh, obviously uh, against bullying in any form because that's used to be kind of the problem you had for LGBTQ youth was they would get bullied. Yeah. Well, now the shoe is on the other foot, I guess, and they figure bullying's okay. And, and which brings us to the Pierce Morgan column because uh, we could certainly find people, and I don't know if you're seeing them on the comments, but I get them on Twitter who will who will get really upset about this at, at me, even though I'm not really saying anything uh, controversial here. I'm just saying it's not fair. I'm stating a fact. It's not fair. Well, you could say that about track. If you want to say it about track, it's not, not fair. It, it hurts the girls' chances to win a championship. It hurts their, hurts their feelings. Maybe it hurts their chance to get a scholarship. You could say it about weightlifting. We talked a lot about Laurel Hubbard, the weightlifter from New Zealand, yeah. who transitioned, was a competitive male Powerlifter transitioned seven years ago and became a Olympian for New Zealand. Did not fare well in the Olympics, but obviously took a spot from a biological woman. Obviously, it wasn't fair. He was born a male, had bigger muscles, stronger, you know, just had all kinds of physical advantages. It didn't physically hurt the woman who got bumped from the team or the woman who lost to uh, Laurel in the competition in New Zealand didn't physically hurt the kids in Connecticut who ran against these two uh, biological boys. It, it wasn't fair. Clearly, it deprived them a chance to win. It, 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 it was wrong. Clearly, it's wrong. It didn't physically hurt them, which brings us to um, Alana, what's her name? Alana McLaughlin. Yeah, Alana right. McLaughlin is a uh, MMA fighter. If you haven't seen this story, well, you're gonna have to maybe you gotta look good for it because this is the kind of thing the corrupt corporate media will ignore or they won't mention it, which is why I tip my cap to Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan wrote a column about this and he holds nothing back. He said it made him sick to his stomach to watch um Alana McLaughlin beat up. What's her name? Celine Provost. Celine Provost is a female MMA fighter. She'd been fighting for years, I think 10, 12 years. Alana McLaughlin just started. This is her first fight. She uh, took up MMA this year. Yeah. If you see a picture of Alana McLaughlin when she was a male, um, you can't say that this is, this is right. I mean, uh, you can't make the case that this is right and fair and just and, and real competition. Alana McLaughlin, she's 38. She was a special forces combat veteran. Guy is stacked, too. And when you look at he was absolutely jacked yeah. and tattooed, and he, he looks like a badass in his younger days when he was a, a green, I believe it was a green beret, uh, decorated veteran. Um, he became a she, and then decided to beat up on biological, uh, lost, lost some weight, dyed her hair pink, wore a T-shirt that says, stop transgender genocide, transgenocide, in, in the post-fight uh, deal. Got his hand, ra- her hand raised. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at, I mean, and she's still jacked. Not like she was when she was a Green Beret, but still jacked. So they had this match. I believe it went one round. Was it one or two rounds? And ends with a chokehold. And it's sickening when you see this, this biological man wrapped around the female, Celine Provost, and just choking her till she taps out. 
and they raise her hand and she says, screw everybody that doesn't support me. How can anyone, anyone, I'd love to you know, hear from, look at that picture. I know, I know, of, I know. Of, just, just, he's, just, he's, he's just got so much madness, muscle. Yeah. Madness. And Pierce Morgan wrote a column. Dude, where does, where does he, who does he write for? What, well, where I've got this appear? in the Daily Mail. That's where I'm looking yeah, at. That's it. right. It was in the Daily Mail, his column, a blistering op-ed saying how uh, nauseating it was to watch this. And he will get, it made me sick to watch a once male special forces combat veteran beat up a woman on TV. It's time to stop this transport insanity before women start being killed. Now, this, this is why uh, uh, Joe Rogan is not, you know, in good standing with the mob because he's an MMA commentator, obviously a former MMA fighter. And he watched this, this was years ago. How many years ago did that? woman uh appear uh she was a prominent mma fighter a trans woman fallon fox she was also a a veteran a navy veteran trans uh became an mma fighter and won all but one fight in one of them fallon fox fractured another woman's skull yeah this was a big deal uh how many years ago was that can you check when she did that because um um, uh, was it two? Anyway, uh, Joe Rogan obviously denounced that, obviously criticized that, and that is not acceptable. You can't, you must be either completely supportive or silent. That's your choice. Looks like 2013 is when yes, uh, it was, Rogan was uh, talking yes, about. So that was eight years ago when Fallon Fox, a biological man, fractured a woman's skull again. You gotta either you gotta either support this or stay silent. For the most part, the media stays silent. It's 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 wonderful to celebrate trans people when you know they're whatever, just like 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 uh, Elliot Page or Ellen Page, celebrate them because they're coming out and they're transitioning, they're being themselves, and and we're all for diversity and inclusion. Except the Taliban. Have the Taliban named any trans people for their cabinet? Yet? Not that I've Not seen. Yet? Not yet. No. No. Maybe it's maybe once they get the sixty four million. Yeah, condition the condition is you need to have a trans person <laughs> in your cabinet. But you can't I I can attest to this. You literally cannot criticize this utter madness and survive in mainstream media. Piers Morgan will be attacked like he's never been attacked before for stating the obvious that this is insane and unfair. But I find this subject to be so just maddening because you can't discuss it. You know, we can't discuss it. We like to think, you know, we're all for the free exchange of ideas and, you know, healthy, robust debate. We're not. This is not, this is verboten. If you dare do this, if we were sitting right now in a radio studio in Boston or, or New York or anywhere else, we were on the air, we would be taken off the air. And you tell me one thing I've said in the last 20 minutes that's, I don't know, controversial or, or uh, over the top or unfair or wrong. Go ahead, tell me. All I said was watching a biological man beat up a woman, choke her until she can't breathe is wrong. It's insane. How we accept that as a society, how we don't protect the vulnerable, the girls in Connecticut high school track or the girls in college, New Hampshire college track or this woman, Celine Provost, who got her ass kicked by a former Green Beret, badass, uh, former male. How we all don't say this is madness. Why would you allow this? It was on TV. I didn't watch. Mm. Here's Morgan did. So what would you say to the argument that Provost is a free country? She could have decided not to, to fight this woman? Well, she can, but what... <laughs> That's your solution. Is well, don't, I think, don't I mean, fight if, if, if you I know were, it's not that unfair. If I were fe- if I were a female MMA fighter and I were up against that, I would hope that I would say, "Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight that fight. This is not a fair fight." And I'm wondering if if all of the women MMA fighters, biological women MMA fighters, did, uh, fighters did the same thing. I, you I, might it's see a good, some change. I mean, it's a good question, but they would not be considered the hero in that. No, they would same. not. They would get it's, a lot of pressure on. Right. It. Yeah. I mean, there was there's always these stories about girls who wrestle, you know, high school wrestlers against boys, and boys will often take the forfeit, you know, uh, or just say, "No, I'm not doing it. I don't want to, be, you know, beat up a girl." And I give them credit for that. It's not right. You shouldn't have boys wrestling girls. Uh, but 
the only, the choice is for the boy is either you know beat up a girl, lose to a girl, or forfeit. So a lot of times you'll see them forfeit on their parents or be there and they'll support them or coaches support them. Say no, he doesn't want to, you know, wrap his his you know grab the girl's crotch or grab her breasts as part of a competition. Yeah, you know, he just doesn't want to do it. So maybe maybe the solution is everybody says we're not doing it. But then it'll appear like you're not being fair to the poor trans. That's true woman. too. There's definitely going to be negative coverage of that if you if you take that stand, which does seem bizarre if you were raised like you or even me. Like you, I don't, you know, you're raised to not beat up beat up women. I know, beat up vulnerable people. I mean, think, it's one of those things where I think of you know, put it to the grandfather test. What would your grandfather say? He looked at see this person that used to be a green beret. That is a badass, strong, tough, mean, nasty guy who who just. Declared himself a woman. I don't believe he. I don't had the. Uh, uh, went all the way with the surgery. Just took the hormones and passed the test and dyed his hair pink, and now he gets to beat the crap out of girls. It's just so wrong, and that's not the craziest part. The craziest part is you're not allowed to say it's wrong, or they'll come after you. They will try to destroy you, which they will do now. And someone like Pierce Morgan, he'll survive because he's Pierce Morgan. If that were just some guy writing a column Canceled. for whatever, the Gone. local newspaper in that town, or that was just some guy, you know, uh, uh, making 60K at a radio right. station, yeah. He'd be gone. gone. For daring to take the side of women against the bullies. That's what you can't do. You cannot defend women. You cannot defend girls. You must step in line, get in line, and support the right of the biological man to literally beat up. A woman, a beat up a girl. It's just crazy. It's the craziest part of the whole cancel culture movement. It really is. But hey, maybe, maybe this week, this Friday night, maybe my man Bill Maher will take this on. Don't be surprised because this is the kind of thing that gets Bill Maher going. He knows he was a, a, a hardcore liberal. He was a hero to the to the left. He has stepped out of line and uh, challenged them men, uh, virtually every week. I mean, he's still hates Trump. He still won't uh, go all in. He's still a, generally a libertarian and, you know, uh, he's more liberal than libertarian, I would say, but he's a drug guy. You know, he's talking about, it doesn't a make dealer. a libertarian. Libertarian uh, is liber a libertarian say just legalize all drugs, well, which is why no, libertarians, no, which is why libertarians are full of it. No, like, libertarians are uh, non aggression li principle. Li uh, libertarians could never govern. It's great. You could debate in the faculty lounge or you could debate well, me libertarian, right here, not libertarian. but you could never govern. No, I'm not libertarian, not libertarian as a party. I mean, I'm not a, a party libertarian. I'm a philosophical libertarian, which is someone who subscribes Good, to non-abortion group. That's I watched, uh, we talked about it when it happened. They had their convention uh, last time. Oh, it was probably 2016, the yeah. convention when they chose, I think it was Gary Johnson yeah, probably. as their candidate. And one of the finalists stood up and said he defended the right of six-year-old kids to drive drunk. So that, 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 should be, that should not be illegal. There should be no laws against six-year-olds driving drunk. And I said, this is not really going to work in practice. Maybe, you know, I think it's wonderful <laughs> in theory, but you could never govern. It's, it's, what you're doing is taking the easy way out. You want to sound, you know, you sound erudite and you want to sound cerebral, but you don't want to go all in with the, you know, religious people on the right. You wouldn't want to team, team up with them. Nah, it's Those just the religious, the religious people on the right aren't offering any good solutions anymore. They're not really for limited oh, government, yeah. which they I, said they were. If, I they, a solution. If, they, if the Republican Party were actually for limited government, then you'd see more libertarians voting for Republicans. But I got that's a not solution. what's happening. I got a solution. Yeah. Outlawed six-year-olds driving drunk. I mean, I know that's uh, asking a lot for you libertarians. Well, that's already that happening. Be, I think, but, like, but, 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 but one of the leaders of your party said no, it's not my party. I'm not a part mm, of the libertarian li party. Right, I am right. a philosophical Again, libertarian, good. someone Again, who ascribes that's, to that's, the non-aggression principle. That's gutless. That's, that's not gutless, gutless at all. Yes, you no, have to choose. Ah, no, 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 no. You it have is, to choose. No, I choose okay, that it's how not right for the government to hurt people and take their stuff. Okay, how would you run the country then? What do you mean? Well, How would you govern? This is about governing. This is not about... Having a debate. You how know, about how about we uh, we we turn back the clock and remove the uh, the the um, the income tax? How about we do that? Great. 
Right, there's a that. solution. No income tax. Right. Uh, how do you support the... Well, there's the, voluntary ways to raise I, funds for uh, for military if you see, want to defend the borders. Which is, again, you could never govern because it takes tough choices uh, tough to choices. govern. You could never do well, that. Well, I mean, but, the government has gotten bigger and bigger over time. You would say that that's the case, absolutely. right? More and more powerful you know, all the time. Are you happy with uh, that happening? Of course not. Of, of course, course not. not. So I think we can agree that we want the government, government smaller okay. than what it is. So okay. let's do that. Let's do that. What okay. do you want to eliminate? Everything? Uh, how about the... Uh, the income tax. You think I'd be against that? No, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> no. But again, I, it's, I'd certainly rather hang out with libertarians and liberals, but you, know, you are taking the easy way out. When pressed, they could never give you real solutions. What do you mean? You want You, you just want said a eliminate government. the income tax. No, That's I was just wonderful, giving that as an example. <laughs> but that could never, ever happen. It would never, ever happen. It just wouldn't. Um, uh, so you can't, you're I mean, not there talking are many about realistic. There are many departments that the government uh, has right now that doesn't need to be there, like the education department. Like, why do we have a gov why do we have the government delivering mail? That makes no sense. I would agree. So that's, let's cut the, that's easy. Those are easy well, ways to, not, to they're not, they don't have to get vaccinated. So they're all going to die. Well, that's uh, true. COVID anyway, the 640,000 postal workers. I don't want them to die. I just want them to work for private organizations. You don't need a, a government monolith to deliver mail. How about this? How about this? No mail delivery on Saturdays would save billions. Well, I just don't Can't think that do the that. government needs to do that. We've got FedEx, we've got UPS, all these places. Do no you know question. that it is illegal for them to deliver first-class mail? That's why they're not competing and with the government. You also have this thing called email. It's well, there's, it's, of uh, course, yeah. Absolutely, it's antiquated. I'm all for cutting, and I thought this. There week. are tons of departments like that. I'm all like for cutting the, fe the defense budget. It's insane. Absolutely. Do you know how many military installations we have around the world? It's like 700 or 750 around the world. 750 military bases around the world. That is some serious pork, especially when we're not in a war. <laughs> you know, they're just everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, the thought of cutting the defense budget a, a nickel gets people all riled up. And you can't do that. Don't you want to protect the country? Well, we just saw uh, who we are, uh, are paying for. We saw the, the, the likes of Millie and Austin and the rest of these incompetents. So I'm all for cutting the defense budget okay, and every other budget. Period. I'm okay. all for cutting. There we go. You don't eliminate it and let six-year-olds drive drunk. That's insane. I but, think you're you're arguing one tiny thing that I've never even said well, was a good idea. I'm just idea. telling you how crazy libertarians well, are. They not libertarians. Never, they that never particular govern. libertarian. Uh, we gotta, I, I blew off Bill Maher yesterday. I got to get to him today. Well, I'm going to keep you going and you're going to have to blow him <laughs> off today. You want to talk about locals too. Oh shoot! Ha ha! Why'd you do this? I didn't do it. You brought it up. You were you were a, you were giving me an opinion that I never I never gave. I never created. All right. Uh, let's do let's do let's screw it. Let's do Bill Maher. Okay. Um, Bill Maher uh, on his show Friday night took on um, the Black National Anthem. If you missed it, and I did, I start generally start the game at kickoff when I'm watching. Yeah. I'm recording. And, but if you missed it, around the NFL on Sunday, they played two national anthems. I bet you didn't even know we had two. But we play the black national anthem and then the regular national anthem. I don't think that's going to be a weekly thing. I think it was an opening day thing. But it's just crazy. Even Bill Maher knows. It's just crazy. We now have a black national anthem. Everything we do now in the name of, I guess, uh, you know, diversity or inclusion is about separating people. It's about dividing people along racial lines. You know, black, as Bill Maher points out, black graduations from colleges, yeah. black black news, you know, black this, white that. I mean, it just, when do we have separate bathrooms and separate water fountains? The liberals want, want segregation. You're absolutely right. And it's, it is not, it is the way to create division um, between, between people. That's the, like doing one of the, most, the power thing. Seemed like one of the most basic things we could agree on, that Martin Luther King was right, judge a man on the content of his character. Well, we've gotten away from that. Yep. And now judging someone on the content of their character is is somehow wrong, is somehow racist. It just we flipped the whole thing on its head. And you know what's racist now? Being colorblind. I mean, literally yeah. being colorblind. I can honestly say I evaluated you know, Cam Newton versus Mac Jones, just on the play, on the how good they were, on their stats, on the, as we talked about yesterday, on their, on their uh, decision-making, on their accuracy. It didn't enter. And then immediately when I say Mac Jones is a thousand times better than Cam Newton, invariably you get these tweets and I'm, I ignore them or block them. It's not a big deal. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying you immediately go, oh, you just like him because he's white. Yeah. Oh, you don't like him because he's black. Well, what? Honest to God, football, NFL is as colorblind as you get. Um, but that's not acceptable. To be colorblind 
and this is completely Orwellian. To be colorblind is somehow racist. I know. To judge people on their merits, on their content of their character is wrong. You must, if you want to be in good standing with the woke mob, with the mainstream media, you must judge people on their race, on the color of their skin. It's madness. It could be the, the, the craziest thing to come out of this, this current culture. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, there are some brave souls. You know, again, Pierce Morgan, very brave what he did, come out against beating up girls. Bill Maher comes out against dividing people along racial lines, and I guarantee you the mob is not happy with Bill Maher. But let's hear some of Bill Maher reacting to the NFL playing two national anthems. To me, when people say to me sometimes, like, boy, you know, you go after the left a lot these days. Why? I'm like, because you're embarrassing me. That's why I'm going after the left, in a way you never did before. Because you're inverting things that I, I'm not going to give up on being liberal. This is what these teachers are talking about, that, that you're taking children and making them hyper-aware of race in a way they wouldn't otherwise be. I mean, I, I saw last night on the football game, uh, Alicia Keys saying, lift every voice and sing, which now I hear is called the Black National Anthem. Now, maybe we should get rid of our national anthem, but I think we should have one national anthem. I think when you go down a road where you're having two different national anthems, colleges sometimes now have, many of them, have different graduation ceremonies for black and white, separate dorms. This is what I mean, segregation. You've inverted the idea. We're going back to that under a different name. But that's uh, Sean Hannity from last night on uh, Fox News. Oh, oh no, right. <laughs> I still think Bill Maher would be a great choice for that 7 p.m. slot leading into Tucker Carlson. Uh, I don't think he's going to get... He's got a good gig. He just re-upped with HBO. And I, I've said many times I, I hated him for years. I mean, he just... You know, when he said the 9-11 hijackers said courage. I mean, he just said a lot of, I don't know, things that pissed me off, I admit. But now, you know what he is? He's smart. I mean, he's still liberal, he's still a libertarian, he still wants to, whatever, legalize drugs, he still hates Trump, but he's smart enough to know that nothing good could come of dividing people along racial lines and having two national anthems and two graduations and, you know, two, uh, two dorm, separate dorms for black and white. It's just what could possibly be, uh, be good, be, be encouraging, be healthy about that? He has some intellectual um, honesty there and, right. and curiosity. And unfortunately, a lot of people just go right along a party line and they don't think about uh, very, you know, specific issues. And, and, and he does. And so I give him credit for that. He's not a libertarian, and, but I give him credit for that. And I will say he, he's going to, he's going <clears> to <throat> talk about uh, trans, the transgender fighter. <clears throat> I'll predict this week or very soon he will do it. He'll, he'll read Pierce Morgan. He'll, he'll, Watch the video of the guy, of the, uh, of whatever, Alana McLaughlin choking out the girl and say, this is crazy. Those are the kind of things that get him going. A black national anthem, I understand. It was just one time, I think. But the, the concept, can't you just play a song and say, we want to play this song, maybe do it at halftime? I think or, black ears are different than white ears, though, don't you think? Just, this is, so so what, what is the other anthem? Is it just the white or is it not the white anthem? Is it the regular, the old anthem, the... Traditional anthem, and then we have the black anthem. Black national anthem. Just crazy. But and does the white national anthem work for all other races, too? Or is it, or is it just question. predominantly Why don't we have a Spanish or Asian national anthem? It just, We're going to have like a 50-minute pregame here. <laughs> well, I'll continue to ignore that and start yeah. it when the, uh, kick, when the kick comes. And uh, it's, just, it's just people trying to fend off the mob. Someone went to Roger Goodell and said, it would be really nice to do the black national anthem. And Roger Goodell said... What if I say, no, get out of my office. We got an anthem. We don't need two. Then they will come after me. Then I'll be, I'll be branded. I'll be you know, a target of the mob, and I can't do that. I don't want to do that. So like many corporations, the NFL gave in and just said, okay, we'll do it. We'll, we'll continue to paint end racism on the end zone, which I think is really effective. I feel like we're pretty much through this whole racism thing since the NFL put it on the helmets. Don't you think it's really made a it big made, difference? It did make a big difference. Huge difference. And they paid in the end zone. And I think a lot of people that go to games, they're really racist. They hate black people. And they read that and they say, you know what? I think I'm going to change my ways because, you know, it's on the back of that player's helmet. It's just, it is the ultimate, the definition of virtue signaling. But uh, 
Again, good job, Bill Maher. We'll be, uh, watch, we'll be watching on YouTube this Saturday morning to see if he takes on the trans issues or what he does. All right, you, um, we made a big announcement yesterday. We're on Locals.com. Locals, a platform started by Dave Rubin to help people like us avoid the, uh, avoid the mob, avoid the activists when they come after us to try to get us canceled. That's one way we are fighting back. How did it go yesterday? I think really well. Did um, it? Yeah, I mean, there's a, we have a ton of people in the community. A ton of people have subscribed. So, yeah, I, and I think people were interacting. Like, I encourage people to write their own posts there. You can't just, like, a Facebook group. Um, uh, people were commenting on posts that we made. People, I did, like, a short little live stream just to kind I, of test I, out I, the I equipment. How did it go? Oh, I thought it was great. We had people in there. I wanted to test out the equipment and stuff before we went live there on Friday just to make sure everything was working. But I also thought it was a good kind of extra thing we could give to your fans. I just um, talked about some of the phases of where we've come since I've started, since uh, we've been doing this, and then, um, you know, kind of where we're going next a little bit. So I, I thought it was great. People were there and, and interacting, and um, I just, I just I like it. clicked on uh, Twitter, and there's your video. Oh, there it is. Um, what are we calling this? What about Bob? Uh, Psycho Bob is... Psycho uh, Bob. There it is. That so went out you this can, morning, uh, yeah. see in... Uh, that's very creative. This, this is Carano's telling the story of uh, Psycho Bob coming some help us. Had some help with uh, Bailey, one of our awesome interns on that video. Thanks, uh, Bailey. Uh, and thanks to everybody who subscribed yesterday, including a guy, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, uh, Kirk Minahan. Kirk Minahan, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, giving, me, uh, giving me a little crap on, uh, on Locals yesterday. But thanks a lot, he, Kirk, for coming in. That was kind it used to be Dino's thing. He'd mispronounce people's names. Oh, really? Because he thought it was, you know, he thought that was disrespectful. Funny. Yeah, insulting to say Turk Minahan, Minahan. Well, he subscribed and we appreciate it and hope uh, many others do because Thanks, uh, because uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to be. Uh, we'll be there a lot doing stuff. Producing things for you. We'll be coming up with things for you and all the people who subscribe and all the people who uh, joined us. On locals, you can still do that. Locals.com is that how you do it? Yeah, local? you can go to locals.com and and search uh, Callahan Show uh, or the Jerry Callahan Show. Jerry Callahan, it'll all come up. Or just the Jerry Callahan Show. Locals.com is the actual URL. But either way, go there Got and it. search, find it. And if you have questions, you can uh, tweet at Matt Carano. He's yeah, you can there me. with all the answers. Uh, but uh, good job, Carano Thank and um, intern Graham. So Graham and Bailey both Graham helped out a lot Bailey. the entire uh, the entire way through, and then uh, Bailey helped produce the video that uh, released this morning, which great, was fun. Great job, Graham and Bailey. And you know who else I want to thank? I want Ooh. to thank Pete Gustin, our voice guy. Thanks, Pete. He's the leading. He's the best voice guy in the business. <clears throat> he's wow. always there to help. One of the best. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, you haven't quite reached his heights. <laughs> no, Maybe I someday. Maybe someday. He's uh, uh, you could check him out on Blind Surfer. I think it's BlindSurfer.com. Yeah, yeah. He's a surfer. He's blind. He's a great voice guy and a good friend. And thanks to Jay for the music. And thanks to everybody for listening, watching, and commenting, and joining us on Locals. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow.